Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Man, it's hour number three already. My, how time is flying. All right, well, no better way to get it started off. Let's start the third hour with Captain Blaine Fryermood. Hey, Fryermood, what's up? Hello, Mickey. What's going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting up and fixing to go fishing. Yep, didn't get enough yesterday. Got to get you some more today, huh, buddy? <laughs> well, I had to go yesterday because it was calm yesterday for the first time, so we got to make the loop around the whole Trinity Bay and check everything out. Well, it's calm this morning again, isn't it? I got uh, north, northeast at my house right now. Very much to it? <clears throat> nope, not bad. About not, not big waves that I can see. But it's uh, it's kind of puffy, probably about ten or eleven, twelve something. Yeah, like that. I'm showing east now at about six or eight. It was it was a little calmer than that when I first went on air. But uh, Morgan's Point's east northeast at six. That's not bad. No, I'm kind of getting back in the swing of things. You know, we got home from the ranch about early March, and uh, now we're kind of getting to go fishing a little bit. I've been doing this is my time of year to have some fun, just rest. So I've been. Fun fishing quite a bit. Had one or two trips, but right. things are fixing to kick off now here in April. This is when I get started. So I got a couple trips this week, so I'm going to do some more scouting today. Brian Harrison and I went yesterday, and he threw shrimp all day, and I threw artificials all day, and it was just a bad day over everywhere. We yeah. probably hit – I bet we hit 20 places yesterday, Mickey, and uh, just couldn't get them going. You know, he caught a few on shrimp, but – I don't think we we even had one keeper trout all day. No reds other than bull reds. We got out in the middle of the bay and worked some big groups of bull reds, and I can only handle one of them at a time. I don't. I don't yeah, like saying I'm, I'm with you. Forty pounders. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's not fun to me anymore. It's fun for customers. And, you know, we usually do that a little bit when it's calm. Go hit the bull reds for a little while, which is not hard to do these days. There's bull reds everywhere. Right. We went scouting uh, another two or three days ago, and shoot, I caught a bull red on my first cast on a spinnerbait, and it was about a foot and a half of water. So That's but, something. Most big, of my old, time, big old mules <clears throat> get up there in that real skinny water like that. That's crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? It's unbelievable. It but most of my time has been spent upstream because that's the way the weather's been since I got home from the ranch. It's been right. windy and you know, I just hadn't had many calm days where we could go scout around on the open bays. But, boy, it looked beautiful yesterday. There's still a lot of fresh water in Trinity Bay here and there, and especially up here on the north end. But uh, down here on my side, it was the water got green yesterday, even though it was mostly fresh, but it got green. Caught some small trout here and there, everywhere, really, and small reds and drum. And, and we caught a, our first gaff top yesterday, so that, that wasn't no fun. So that was all the way up here, too, up here in front of the spillway. We already got got gas tops up here. That's not good news. They When they pour in, they pour straight to that place up there. They like that running water coming out from under that wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the bait was good up upstream up here yesterday, away up, up here by the spillway and along the shoreline. Lots of mullet. Shad, lots of shad jumping. But uh, last Saturday I went scouting and with Eddie Tucker and we had a, that was my birthday fishing trip and man we had a great trip upstream we caught nice trout everywhere we went it just hit hit all of our normal spots and here there along the channel then off the channel some of the, the back bays back up there and we caught trout everywhere lots of good trout too good trout for these days three pounders and I think we yeah. had a four pounder somewhere but. It was just a good day, and I caught most of mine on artificials that day. It was good. And we caught them on both, though. We caught them on bait and artificials last Saturday. But yesterday was just a bad day, and Derek Rees and I are going today. We're going to go scouting again. We're going to be looking for some reds and hitting a bunch of spots. And just we'll we'll go wherever the wind pushes us. Yeah, that's all I heard about yesterday. A lot of reds caught. Hey, you got out to roam the open water in the bay, you know, yesterday, which, you know, that's what we love to do when it's calm. Yep. Uh, how's that dredging project going out there in the middle of nowhere? Is it that island getting it, any bigger? The, the island is giant. And actually, we put the trolling motor down. It was dead flat calm, and the water in Trinity out there in the middle was just salty, and you could see down three feet. So we yeah. trolling motored all the way around the outside edge. They're pumping. And right now, the dredge that's pumping is in the Bayport Channel. They're pumping from the Bayport Channel all the way out into the middle of Trinity Bay and have four different pump stations connected to that dredge pipe to get that that dredge that far out in the middle yeah, of the bay. Yeah, shove that uh, mud that yep. far. Push yeah. it. Yep, that's a long way to push from the Bayport Channel to the middle of Trinity Bay. But that's got to be, what, is, five miles? Shoot, I'd say at least. Yeah. At least five miles, but. And that's a giant dredge just dredging right now out there. But, Mickey, that is a big island already. I'm telling you right now, it's it's already 20 feet out of the water. But I guess it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably, it's probably over an acre already, big. Well, and that's so just that, the beginning of it. I mean, that's nothing. <laughs> it's going to be huge and uh, all the way down the channel when this project's finished. It, you won't even recognize anything. It'll all change. It'll be totally different. Well, Right now, it's it's a this it's uh just they're just mounding dirt up out there in the middle, 
And of course, when the when the the tide hits it or the wind hits it, it's knocking it down because the waves are knocking it, beating it down. But you know, I don't know when they're going to start putting rock around it to protect, you know, to to actually contain spoil. I don't know how but, uh, it works. They haven't started, I don't. I don't know how it works either. But there's no rock. It's just mud. So it's red mud coming out there, coming off that yeah, red bluff. You clay know? mud, <laughs> man. Nasty. Yep. Yep. Nasty. But uh, everything's really shaping up good. We don't need any more rain. But for me, you know, I like fishing Trinity Bay and up here on this end because that's where we live. Well, that's so, where we're born and raised, man. It's been in our blood forever. I mean, I enjoy yep. fishing. East Bay and other places all up and down the channel, but man, it's hard. When Trinity Bay's right, it's just it's That's hard right. to leave that place, man. But we hit probably twenty places yesterday, twenty of our good spots, and did not get anything going anywhere. I mean, just nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Just it's either I either missed them because the tide was going out all day. It was just a light. Low, it was a low tide to begin with, but it was just going easing out yesterday. Not much. Not much movement. But you would think. You know, I can I can know that using artificial something I gotta accept the fact that sometimes I'm just not gonna get a bite. But with live shrimp you should catch something and so everywhere we went. We've we had lots of rocks along the channel and all the rocks and along our shoreline, all the shell spots and all the reefs. We hit everything, just couldn't get them going anywhere. Yeah. We had a big lineup of wade fishermen here out of McCullum Park. There I don't know, they may have been catching something because there's about twenty guys right here that walk in at McCullum, but it's also dead calm, so everybody could go, you know, do their thing out here. And the water well, that's one of the good. few uh, few areas left with uh, public a- access anymore. Yep, yep. So everybody and a yeah. lot of them trespass to get to the spillway down there, and uh, you know, up by your house and everything, and that's not good. You can get in trouble for that. Yeah, no jail for it. It was so calm yesterday that a lot of people made it all the way down to the spillway. There was a good line up down there too, up into the inside the spillway where all the wade fishermen line up. Kayakers, everybody had a good day yesterday. Lots of boats, lots of kayakers, lots of wade fishermen. It was just an all around good day yesterday. Well, so. watch them bull sharks. I already told uh, uh, Jeff and them about that uh, incident Eddie Tucker's <laughs> grandson had with a bull shark yesterday in Trinity Bay with two trout on yep. the stringer. That's pretty Connor scary. Connor jumped out of the boat. And him and his buddies, you know, they're those kids, they love wade fishing. So they jumped out of the boat. He made a few casts, had a couple of trout on a stringer, and he thought he felt something on his leg. You know, he's out there about waist deep, which is not really that deep. He thought he saw, felt something on his leg. Then all of a sudden, something grabbed his stringer and about pulled him out because it was, I don't know how it was attached to him. I didn't get the details on that, but he was having a hard time getting rid of the stringer. Finally, he released the stringer. And it was gone. It, it wow. disappeared. Yep. Unreal. <laughs> he had two, like, 17-inch trout on his string. So, anyway, that's, it's early, man. It's early for those. Well, there well, I guess are always here. I had um, one. Uh, I forget the guy's name. He used to fish with me all the time. Uh, oh, Lord. Anyway, we were up there in mid-March up by the spillway waiting those flats up there and. uh Oh, it was a guy named Garola, Eddie Garola, I think was his name, or Kenny, Kenny Garola. And uh, he said, hey, something just hit my stringer. I said, no way. Maybe it was a gar. Pull your stringer up and look at it. He had nothing but heads left. <laughs> Bull shark got him. And and the water was, I mean, really cold. We were still in waders, you know, and it, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I couldn't believe that. And that was early. That was middle of March or early March. Oh. Yeah. Well, Connor said a north a wind, one. you know, fishing behind a norther. Yeah. Well, you just got to, oh, this, well. this part of life, we've been living with our whole lives. It just seems like there's more sharks now than ever before. There he is. There, I see more now than I ever have. It's, uh, we have an outbreak of them. Anyway. Especially inside, you know, up in the bays, you know. I'm, they're all Yeah, way up our way. I mean, they, those bulls come straight to us. They love that freshwater Trinity River, you know, river mouth stuff, all that. But, all right, buddy. Well, Blaine, I'm glad I got a hold of you this morning. You and uh, tell old Derek hello for me, man. Y'all go out there and wall them out. We're if somebody wants to call you about uh, coming fishing with you this spring, how they get a hold of you, Blaine? It's, it's time to go, too. Somebody yeah. call me seven one three seven zero three six six five six. Let's go All right, catch man. See Let's ya. do it. Thank you. All right, Blaine. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Good talking to you, buddy. See you. All right. That's Captain Blaine Fryermood in Baytown. All right, it's time for a break, and uh, we'll come back. we got Roy Simmons after that. We're going to talk about Richland Chambers, and uh, phone lines will be open after we talk to Roy. If you care to give us a call, get in line. We'll uh, get punch you up, 713-572-4610. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. It's 620 here in the Bayou City. And uh, if you care to send in a text, you have a question or whatever, don't want to talk, send a text, 713-480-6713. And if you care to call in, phone lines are open, 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, let's run up to Richland Chambers now. Let's talk with Mr. Royce Simmons this morning. Royce, good morning. How are you, bud? Mick, how you doing, man? Been a couple Couldn't of weeks be since better. I chatted yeah, with it's you. It's been a while. What's going on, man? Oh, spring has sprung. It's uh, just uh, 
I don't know. I think I say it every spring, but, uh, boy, it's been windy up here lately. Yeah, it <laughs> we, is. <laughs> we, we, get a, we get a good, strong 20, 25-mile-an-hour south wind for a couple of days, and here comes another little front. But uh, right. that weatherman kind of missed it yesterday. It was supposed to turn right in the middle morning of a of a nice day from oh, west to really northwest, and uh, it just stayed out there. We didn't have the, the cloud cover alike, but, man, we had a nice 5 to 10-mile-an-hour breeze. Uh, a good ripple on the water and uh, these white bass they're they're doing their thing a little bit earlier this year we've been on them for a couple of weeks really solid now so we had a a two-boat party with about eight guys that uh, stayed at the lodge at the marina on friday night and got up early and uh, we were back cleaning fish i think by about 10 or 10 30 it was uh one of those easier days that you're faced with in the spring which is uh, it's just, I don't know, it's lake's full just about. We're still a foot low, but uh, it's not much better than it gets right now. Is that what you're hearing from my, my peers in the Conroe yep. and Livingston's of the world? Right, yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's y'all, you guys' time of year. Yeah, it makes us look like heroes on the whites, although, you know, we're catching really, I mean, probably the biggest fish you'll catch of the year because a lot of them are still loaded with eggs. They're just not going to make that trip up the creek. They're just going to drop those eggs out on those windblown points or whatever. But uh, lots of big whites. And the way Parks and Wildlife did us with the uh, with the hybrid stocking the last, with all really, three years, we are catching a ton of 15 to 15 to 18 inch just right under that minimum on oh, the hybrid that's so, a good sign though boy that's uh some excellent fishing for years to come buddy you know the biologists tell me that they they usually ask for about 10 percent of the size of the the impoundment like for our lake it's a forty-five thousand acre lake so they'll ask uh, for a maximum of 450,000 fingerlings every year. Mm. And the, the story goes over the last three or four years is they, they skipped a year totally. That first year of COVID, nobody got anything. I guess they shut down the hatcheries. Right. And then the next year, we got 90,000, which is really low. They usually get, you know, 300,000 or so. They ask for something, they get, get cut. Sure. But, uh, the third year, which was a little over two years ago, they put in over 400,000 fingerlings, and then last year they put in over 600,000. We're, we're going to be catching hybrids really well for the next <laughs> few years. What do you, you just got to watch. Uh, have you talked to those biologists? What would be the uh, percentage of survival for that many? I mean, how many of those fingerlings make it to adulthood? You, think. you know, the uh, customers and I often talk about that because, you know, on a day like we were, we were having yesterday, this whole past week, we were we left a couple of areas where the hybrids were because they were small and you don't want to hook them and yeah, get them into gills and whatever. Sure. And go go find the sand bass for your ice chest. And, uh, you know, you, you get uh, you get just a, a large share of them and they're school fish. So you move on. But I have asked. <laughs> the biologist in years past and i don't know that i've ever got a consistent answer uh i i I have not man it's been a while since i've asked and i probably need to refresh my my memory on what the guys are are telling me but uh they uh they 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 predominantly dump 
high, uh, fingerlings. I was trying to look for the word. What's the other one? What's a little bitty? Uh, oh, when they throw them in there, yeah. you can get a half a million in a bucket. Right. <laughs> you know, they yeah. just hatch. You know, they, they normally put the uh, the fingerlings in, and it takes about two years to get to a eighteen inch fish. So uh, mm-hmm. we are we are catching lots of seventeen to seventeen and seven eighth inch fish. And they'll, by the fall, be, you know, good 18-inch fish and keepers if you want to. But a lot of time, you know, our customers, they're just in it for the fight on those hybrids, and we'll release them if they're not sure. stressed, stressed or whatever. But what, uh, uh, What's it, the biggest hybrid you pulled out of that lake over the years? You know, Adam's got me beat by just a little bit. He had a, a lady pull a 13-something several oh, years ago. Yeah, that's a good I, one. I had a... Uh, I had a 12-something with uh, several times. The biggest we've ever caught, and I'm still not convinced to this day that it wasn't pure striper. Every once in a while, you'll find somebody will catch a, a striper versus a hybrid, mm-hmm. and I don't know how that happens. Maybe they come down through creek channels, but uh, oh, probably 10 years ago, Mickey, the, the lake record back then was 1556 and I had a customer in December catch a 15.51, which we thought was a hybrid, but I'm convinced it's still a, it had the it had the body of a striper. You know, the right. hybrids are more bulky and whatever. And uh, most of the time, we get folks to release them. That young man kept that fish and got him uh, got yeah, him mounted. And sure. it, even the taxidermist said this is a uh, this is a striper, even though it came from Richland Chambers. It's it's not. So I don't know. You could say at one time. Uh, uh, we might have had a customer with the lake record, depends on who you talk to. But then about, oh, half a dozen years ago, there was an 18-pound hybrid caught, which is the lake record. Wow. And uh, I think the state record is like 19, and it's been held for 40 or yeah, 50 years. Yeah, that's been held a long time. <laughs> but uh, there's some big ones out there. The live bait guys outdo us. I won't kid you there. We just don't do the live bait and whatever. But uh, this is the time of the year where we're, if the customers want to keep them, we're catching some, some you know, good 20-inch fish and throw right. them in a box. And they say, clean them on the half shell for me, which is, I guess, what you guys do with the, the reds down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll tell us to leave those scale and skin on. They're going to grill those hybrids. So, uh, you know, they're, they're to okay to eat. Those up in the top end of Trinity Bay, you know, they had all those big stockings way back in the years. And, uh, we would, we'd catch those big stripers wade fishing at night. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they seem to bite <laughs> better at night. And, uh, we'd just half shell them like a red and, and put them on a grill. And I, I think they're just as good or maybe better. You know, half shelling them like that. They're excellent. I have never eaten one, but uh, the customers that do keep them and do that, you know, most people have a little special concoction or something they'll put on them, but they grill them. They say they are excellent table fare. So, you know, go figure. I usually want to, when I clean them for folks, I'll just clean them just like a white, but I'll cut that red line out. Unlike the the white bass, if people are a little sensitive to fishy taste, I just tell them, well, soak them in salt water when you get home. It'll take a little of that red out. But our lake is so clean and clear. We don't, you know, we don't have the Trinity running through it, so it never gets really stained or muddy. And, and mm-hmm. the fish taste different. The catfish, even just, you know, a catfish out of a, a river tastes a little muddy to me. <laughs> but not the not the Richland Chambers cats and whites. So, 
it's been a good spring so far. We got we got started. We kind of left the catfish biting in uh, in late February, early March, and started chasing these whites and hybrids, and it's uh, it's on. So you know, we'll we'll look like heroes for a couple of months, and we'll have to go back to work probably about June or July. <laughs> so it's good. Can't complain. I got you. Well, that's it's good to hear from you, man. Get it updated. Oh, yeah. Richland Chambers. Yeah, yeah, we're about about a foot low. I don't think you got anything to worry about water coming your way unless we get a a monsoon or something because the lake's still, you know, a foot low on forty five thousand acre lake. That's a lot of rain we still need, but it's a lot better than what we were. What two months, three months ago, we were five and a half foot low and just no no foreseeable uh, rain, and then all of a sudden we got several good showers right in the in the watershed and the creeks came up and the ground saturated as we speak. So any rain that does happen, it's going to flow into that lake and make it even better. Oh yeah. It'll do it, man. Well, I'll hang up and listen, let your callers call in. I just want to give you a report. Well, People I coming up, it. it's, Don't be a stranger. We love hearing from you from up oh, there, man. Well, I appreciate the time you give us. And, uh, if they want to give us a buzz, 903-389-4117, gonefishing.biz. We're pretty, pretty socked in on the calendar right now, but it's time to start thinking about late spring and summer already. So yeah, uh, we got openings, openings coming up in about a month or whatever. So. Give us a call. We'll go fishing. All right, Royce. Hey, good hearing from you. Have a great Sunday, bud. Take care. Thanks for your time. Appreciate Thank you, Thank you. See you now. All right. That's Royce Simmons up on Richland Chambers Reservoir. And uh, kind of a quiet place. A lot of people don't fish there, and they got some excellent fishing in that area. Anyway, well, we're, phone lines are open after this break. Give us a call. We'd love to get you on for the final segment, 713 572 4610, that's 713-572-4610. And I need to take a moment to tell all the listeners out there about one of the hottest soft plastic baits I've chunked in years, and that's the Miralure Little John. Look for all of Miralure's fine soft plastic products like their Little John, the Little John XL, the Marshminnow, you know, their Provoker. All these are scented baits, and uh, all they do is catch fish. What I like about the Little John, it's a, a three and three quarter inch soft plastic twitch bait. It throws like a bullet into the wind or downwind. It doesn't matter. Attach it to a jig head. Whether you're wading or fishing out of the boat, the Little John is lethal on speckled trout, redfish, and flounder. And the Little John, another thing I like about it, it's injected with a secret fish catching scent. It has a darting action, makes it irresistible to game fish. And the Little John is so tough and durable. One bait can last for days. I've caught dozens of trout on one particular bait, and the Little John comes in 14 popular fish-catching colors, and all it does is produce results day in and day out. That's the Miralure Little John. You can look for them wherever tackle is sold. Remember, folks, nothing catches fish like Miralure. Go to Miralure.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment on this Sunday morning. It's 635 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's get to our phone lines. All right, uh, first up, Dave, Guitar Dave, what's up? Hey, Captain. Yeah, yeah. I heard you. Uh, you know, you were ta- they were talking about uh, with Mister Royce over there, uh, Sims. You know, on uh, purging catfish. I mean, I know uh, like uh, the crawfish. You know, you put salt in there and all that kind of stuff. But I, I was out in New Waverly one time, and my, one of my cousins and he had a, a galvanized bucket over there and had a couple of catfish. I was like, "What are these in here for?" Oh, I'm just letting them get cleaned out. You know. And uh, well, get them out of that mud. Did that? My my, yeah. I had an uncle lived on a river up by Gatesville, and he'd purge them in a uh, horse trough. <laughs> well, do, do you put pull them out and clean them and fry them? Just fresh water, but you ain't got to put no salt or nothing in there. Nothing. No, and and that that's a myth on that uh, crawfish purging them in that salt water. That's that <laughs> it kills them. Yeah. It kills a crawfish when you put salt in the water. You just hey, if you want to purge them, just put them in fresh water, aerate it, or have it moving water, running water, and it purge them out, and they're still alive when you put them in the pot. I'll be darned. You know, and see, that's what uh, I've been enjoying about listening to the show here because, you know, there's a the worm turns every minute, man. I mean, y'all y'all got this education, you got that education, and I'm like, I'm sitting here right. I'm I'm going to become a, not a rocket scientist, but I may become a fishing scientist. I don't know, you know, but you know, I'm just a, a, well, we're a field not the, reporter. We're not the bookworms of the deal, but for as far as experience, what we've done and seen, and and what we do, that's that's what we share with everybody. I mean, it's just way alive for us, and comes comes yeah. natural and easy, and hopefully it helps people. That's what we do it for. Well, and you can't actually, unless you go and put hands on, you can't really learn it from a book. You Nothing know, like OJT, buddy, on the job experience. Yes, sir. 
Hey, and oh, hey, what movie was that? Uh, you were talking about that uh, James Bond movie with the glass trunk because I had that 15 and a half foot. Liver let down. Man, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pull that up because I had that 15 and a half foot glass trunk with that. That's what they were running. They, I think they had like 115 <laughs> Evan Roods on them, Johnny Roods, and and uh, uh, it was hilarious because that one sheriff, you know, we talked trying to talk Cajun and everything, and uh, and said that's my brother Billy Bob. He's got the fastest boat on the river. I remember that line oh. out of that movie, and it, <laughs> that was funny. I'll be dirt. Hey, you know, hey, well, I'm going to let you get on. You got somebody else hanging on. That's fine. Yes, but, sir. Yeah, you know, I've got people all right. Hey, go talk, ahead. Buddy. Go ahead on in. And, hey, thank you, Captain. I appreciate right, y'all. Thanks for Sunday, the education. Buddy. All right, yeah, lady thank dog. You. All right. All right. All right. Next up, let's go to uh, Patrick. Patrick, you're on the outdoor show. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing, Captain Mickey? I couldn't be better than you. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. We've talked a few times over the years, and I've actually had a chance to shake your head and and uh, talk to you at the fishing show. But I tell you what, I, I, I caught your message at the last minute doing the, um, uh, you know, the fishing show was, was either coming up. But yeah, it was already going on. So I think uh, I went there on a Thursday, and I right. caught your message. You were saying, hey, if you if you go up there and you present this information, the Concept 13, you'll get a, a, a reel. Right. So, Man, I, I went up there late. You know, I was late. I was I really wanted to get there and, and at least get my best shot at, at getting the uh, real. And uh, what happened was I got in the parking lot, and, and it was like $25 a park. I said, I'm not going to pay that. So I, <laughs> I, went, I looked around and found a little uh, spot for, you know, where you can just put, you know, $5 in, and you can sit there for, for three hours or so. So I did that, and then I walked in there, and shoot, man, Concept Fish and uh, Booth was not too far when I when I went in and mm-hmm. and uh, I went up there and I said, hey, uh, a little birdie told me that uh, you know if I give you the information concerning the reel, I get it for free. He said, well, what birdie told you this? And I said, well, you Captain better Mitchell told him me, said, man, the outdoor <laughs> show because that that's what the promo was all about. Make sure that people yeah. are listening. <laughs> that's right. So so when I told him that, he said, all right, well, you tell me the information. I had it all in phone and I, I read three it all featured, to him. Yeah, he, the three features of the new uh, Gen 2 reels. Yeah. That's right. And so I, I read that off. I, I missed a little bit, but he corrected me on it. And, man, he reached down there and pulled that out. you talking about a happy person, man. Boy, and, that's uh, awesome, man. Yeah. I was the second guy, and then a, a third man, really a third and fourth, came up. That guy had wanted, man, you talking about two people hugging and shaking hands like we've been knowing each other for years. (laughs) Yeah, that was really nice of those guys. And uh, one day, nobody came to the booth and and mentioned that. So what Mike and them did, they added three more to the next day. So they actually gave six away one day. That's cool. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, they they didn't have to do that, but they did it anyway. Because they were already planning on giving three away per day of the show, you know. Yeah, I, I tell you what, that was very exciting. Uh, uh, another friend of mine uh, gave me advice on what kind of line to put on it. And it's very smooth. Uh, I'm very, you know, proud to have it and uh, take care of it, man. That, that's that's really nice. Really neat. Reel. Once you get used to that reel and you figure out how to adjust it to the way you cast, because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. You know, I may run right. mine on a one or a one point five on the dial. You know, for my uh-huh. casting and. And uh, the next guy, he could probably he may cast a little different than me, and he may run it on point five or on on two o, and uh, it just depends uh-huh. on you. Once you get it set to your 
to your uh, castability, I mean, uh, you can just let it fly. Great reel. Smooth as yeah. big-time drag on system, settings. all of it. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it on the rookie system for me because uh, I'm still learning how to use those bait casters, you know. Right. Uh, but, uh, man, it's very nice. And I put the, uh, uh, what is that, the braid braided line on it. I think it's a suffix, uh, 30 pounds. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, man, I mean, really smooth, very nice. I'm uh, very glad you, you let me know about it, and uh, I appreciate you and what you do for everybody. Well, Patrick, we appreciate you listening in, buddy. I'm glad you, uh, glad you won you one of those fine reels. That's what I throw every day. That's what I use. All right. Which well, one did you, you get, the, the Concept C2? The C2. Uh-huh. The white one? Yeah. Okay. The white one, yep. Right. Because mm-hmm. they were Perfect. giving away three. It was your choice. You could get a TX2 or a, uh, you know, that Gen Gen 2Z reel, too. So, okay. I, I'm, okay. I'm you know what? That, I, I was, that white one. I like it. I was too excited to even go through that. Method. It didn't just, even matter, huh? <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> hey, they're all pretty much the same. Different colors, man. Uh-huh. Different colors. Well, thank you very much, sir, and uh, you have yourself a good day. All right, Patrick. See you, buddy. All right. See you. All right. Next up, we got uh, Jim Love. He wants to talk about stripers. Jim, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Good morning, Captain Mickey. Uh, yeah, you really uh, hit close to home uh, earlier talking uh, to the guy up at Richland Chambers. Uh-huh. Uh, I grew up there in Lynchburg, and uh, of course, we fished. Back in the seventies and and the eighties, fished Trinity a lot. Right. And uh, when you mentioned that, yeah, y'all used to catch them uh, up there in Trinity. We'd get out there in front of HL and P and throw those um, mirror lures. uh, Mm. Usually, a pink worked real well. And uh, so, I was just curious. We always thought they might have come down from Livingston down no, to Trinity. No, they were, they were actually Bay. stocked, Jim. They were stocking millions of them in the back of Trinity Bay, you know, in the, uh, what was it, late 70s, early 80s. And, yes, uh, sir. That's boy, they were the, about the right prevalent. time. Yeah, and, and I think uh, the last two saltwater state records came from up there at yeah. the Spillway. Typically. Yeah, typically we caught them anywhere from four and a half to about nine. Um, mm-hmm. But we'd catch four or five, and then we'd back off to that reef right out in front of HLMP out the discharge, and we'd pick up our trout then. But right up there in that in that cut uh, where the outfall was, we was where we caught those stripers. Yeah, that's and all silt, told, silted in now. You can wade all the way across the mouth of it now to the other side. Oh, boy. Yeah, you know, I've If you go out friends, deeper, you know, right up there close by yes. the growings you can, it's still, you know, deep there. But that reef you're talking about that used to be out right between the groins, but out about 100 yards, that's all silted over now. That shell's not even there anymore. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, we caught a many a trout. That was back oh, when I... Oh, man. Lord, we'd load up, and uh, and every now and then a really good one, but uh, always well, there was some trout monster there. trout caught up over there over the years, man. That's uh, you'd be you'd be anchored up throwing on that shell right there, or waiting throwing on it. 
and catching two to four pounders, and all of a sudden somebody in in the lineup with you'd catch one about eight or nine pounds. I mean that that you don't get much better than that. It used to be really awesome. Well, I was curious to what happened to the stripers. I think uh, a lot of they're, them probably went upstream. They went up the river. Ah, uh, okay. Because I all of them. <laughs> No, but I I just was curious because it it was we had about I don't know three years of really good fishing catching them. It was just a bonus fish, right? And then it just stopped. We didn't catch anymore. You know, and and I don't fish up there anymore like we used to. We'd pull those big hard northers in the winter, and Blaine and I and all of us and Plog even he'd go with us at night. We'd just make a night of it, and we'd. Uh, walk up there from Blaine's house. He lives, you know, on the spillway side of McCullum Park there. And we just, yes. uh, it's just pure dry land. All the water's blown out of the bay, and we'd go over there and get in that gut. And uh, we'd start off fishing by the wall, throwing, you know, shad imitation baits and all that at night and get our three reds. Then you move out just a little bit deeper, and then all, then you get your five stripers. And then uh, we'd finish up and wade out to, to that reef you were talking about and throw out of that into the darkness and uh, catch our trout. <laughs> it oh, was, boy. It was a no-brainer, man. Yes, sir. It was. It was easy catching. It was cold, but we'd, ta- we'd <laughs> round up driftwood and all that, and on that dry sand where all the water's blown out, we'd build a fire to warm up with. You know, we'd have our waders and everything else on to keep warm. Yes. But, uh We'd take a little break and sit around the fire and talk about who's going to catch the biggest trout tonight, and we'd get on those trout, and it that, those were good times, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sure was. But you can't believe how many people I've told, you know, in the last few years that we used to catch big old stripers, uh, what we call big, you know, uh, well, right they'd there catch them up they, to what? What's the record up there? Thirty something pounds. Some guy caught. Yeah, I, yeah, huge. I, I, I mean, never. We, seen. we used to catch some big ones, fifteen, eighteen pounders. You know, waiting at night. Oh boy, but people that have lived on Trinity Bay and fished it all the time, you know, in the last twenty years, they look at me like I'm crazy. Well, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you know, the last time I caught any stripers. And Trinity Bay was around, I mean, it was when I first took this show over when and Captain Wayne retired, uh, about 207, oh, 208. And, yeah, uh, to me, that hadn't been very long ago. No, about 16 years. But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, we were up there. We had a, uh, some fresh water come in one year in the fall. And the birds were working kind of out in front of the spillway and back down towards the, the old dredge. And all those schools of fish, they were running them shrimp, and we were catching trout, redfish, hybrids, and stripers. I oh, mean, boy. You talk about bonus fish, my old customers go, <laughs> what have I got right here? I said, oh, man, let me get the nets. You got you got a hybrid on. And uh, you could tell by the broken lines on the side it was a hybrid. And then you'd catch one with the straight lines to be a striper. And they weren't big. They were, uh, they were over the limit. You know, they were bigger than 18 inches. You were able to keep them. But those, those mm-hmm. were bonus fish. You know, you just throw them in there with your trout and redfish and people were loving that. That was, but that's the last time I've caught them in Trinity Bay it was about huh. 07, 08, somewhere back there. 
Well, I'll be. Well, I I really appreciate uh, you taking my call because I, I, like I said, people look at me like I'm crazy when well, I. You're was not. I'll vouch for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's been real good talking to you this morning, and I certainly do appreciate the info. All right, Jim. Hey, thanks for the call, and you have a good Sunday, my friend. You too. All right, Bye-bye. thank you, bud. All right, all right. We uh, we got. We've got time for a caller or two before we have to go off air this morning. If somebody wants to get in, 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. Yeah, that that brings back a lot of memories, you know, from fishing up there. And, you know, that whole estuary up there has a lot to offer. You know, people that uh, really, you know, they're not into running trout and reds out on open bay they fish a lot of those backwaters up there in the bayous and and lakes and man it's just an abundance of uh of fish up there it's a heck of a fishery you know that's what feeds our bay are these estuaries and uh you know where salt and freshwater meat and brackish water and all that they catch a lot of beautiful uh opelousa catfish blue cats not to mention, uh, you know, some white bass in the river and and uh, black bass, largemouth bass. I mean, you know, you're not going to catch any monsters, but you're going to catch nice fish, good schooling fish, two and three and four pounds. So on occasion, somebody will catch a six or seven in the river up there. But uh, you get flounder, you get your trout, redfish, gar. I mean, there's uh, a lot of opportunities up there. Or you can put in upstream, you can put in at the, the new goo holes, what I call it, not the old one, but the new one, and uh, access all that real easily without having it run any rough open water. you got to kind of be careful and uh, know where you're running and look out for other boats, especially in all those bayou bends and turns. There's a lot of fatal boating accidents like that up that way. you got to be careful. Look out for the other guy. But, uh, you know, you can slide over there to long island bio fish that that's a that's kind of the new trinity river that's where the deeper water and the most current comes through now with you know with the locks being put in it put in there at wallaceville but they have a real nice launch facility and and park there at uh wallaceville you can actually access this there's a lot of bank fishing there people do good and uh they catch a you know variety of species fishing up there and uh, you can put in right there and go up above the locks when they open them up, go above and run upstream, go up the river, do some bass fishing and cat fishing, and you'd be surprised how many redfish and flounder you catch up that way too. And if we're having a real salty year, the trout really uh, pile up in that marsh there, even an old river and, and areas like that. There's just a lot of opportunities up there that a lot of people don't know about. And if you just want to make a day of something, get out of the wind and the bad weather, you can go up there and it's safe. You can get out of that uh, nasty stuff. And then, and when you do, do get a little rain, I mean, there's just a lot of areas over my way that you can fish for all kinds of fish. I mean, like nobody ever talks about, uh, well, we call it Turtle Bay, but that's Lake Anawak. I mean, that's got some great catfishing in it. And, uh, turtle bayou that drains into that that's got some excellent crappie fishing early in the spring like this you know people you can access you know fish it with a 
put in there at White's Park and uh, fish out of a flat bottom for crappie, even bass, turtle bio get green. I mean, you can catch some good bass in there, too. And uh, just a lot you can do over there east of town that a lot of a lot of folks don't know about. But I grew up there. It's all second nature to me, and I fished it a lot over the years, a long time. And uh, it's just uh, nothing like your home waters when you've got all those uh, variables, all those different ways you can approach it and fish it, not to mention great waterfowl hunting at times, you know, when we have a lot of ducks. And, and uh, it's just a good place to live over that way. But... Uh, well, I guess nobody's going to call in for this uh, final phone call today, so we're almost out of time. But uh, I appreciate all the good conversation today and uh, hope somebody got some good information they can use in the future. And I uh, appreciate all the, the reputable guides and captains that uh, contribute to this show. And, and the, I talk to these guys because I personally know them. I've fished with them, and uh, I know they wouldn't steer our listeners wrong, or myself, they uh, tell the truth. You know, you hear a lot of bad reports, but you hear some good ones too, and that's just, you know, that's part of fishing. Just got to always be truthful. Of course, fishermen, we do like to stretch it a little bit on occasion. Those those trout always get a little bit bigger. A few days down the line, they start growing a little bit. But uh, anyway, well, I appreciate everybody tuning in today, and uh it's time to close the show out. Unfortunately, we are out of time, but uh, we'll be back next Thursday morning, bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.